going on, fam? Stefan Sigs, as always. I was gonna release this as part of an episode, but decided to release it as its own episode. The first nine or so minutes is basically us waiting for Bob to get onto the app and talking nonsense, and there's some dead zones in there, but I decided I'm not gonna cut that shit out anymore, and I'm gonna leave it in, so if you wanna skip it, it's about nine minutes. You can skip ahead, but without further ado... This is your postseason award show. Uh, one on the list. It's going to take uh, Bob a little extra long because <laughs> he has to go through his email. So he'll be later than usual, I'm sure. Uh, how are you doing today? Great. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to have you on for an interview because you got yourself a first round bye. Uh, we're not... We're not going to talk about that today, really, but uh, going to have to have you back for an interview. Sounds good. And um, okay, any day now. <laughs> these other two. Uh, so I bought a Theragun. You know what a Theragun is? The those uh, massagers. Yeah, it just punches the shit out of you or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I bought one of those, came in the mail today. Pretty excited to use it as soon as this podcast is over. What's up, Greg? What's up? Uh, the Oracle, I mean. You're the Oracle on the podcast now. <laughs> um, I was just telling Aaron here that I bought a Theragun. You know what a Theragun is? Uh, no, I don't. It's one of those massagers that just, like, punches you over and over again or whatever. Oh, okay. I thought you said a ferret gun. Um, no. A ferret a, gun. Yeah. A ferret gun. gun. Yeah, yeah. So I bought it from my wife for Christmas. <laughs> Did he say ferret gun? Yeah, I think that's what he, he insinuated that I was talking about. Uh, yeah. Just fires small. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm not familiar with that, no. Yeah, I'm really into ferrets, so I just wanted hundreds. <laughs> I wanted hundreds of them. Uh, I w- anyway, so Bob's going through his email, so hopefully this works. Um, but it also might take him a little longer. Not sure. Lottery tickets have been ordered. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So you you brought up Theragun, but then you just didn't didn't say say the story. Oh, uh, I bought a. <sighs> I bought it from my wife for Christmas, but we we couldn't wait, so we we I, I just gave it to her tonight, and I'm very excited to use it after this podcast is over. Oh, nice! That is something to look forward to. Yeah, I'm just gonna day. I'm just gonna bang all over <laughs> myself. <laughs> all right, come on, Bob. Oh, nice weather today. <laughs> uh, it was actually a bit n- nipply out, uh, a tid, a bit brick out, if you will. Um, Bob is taking a long time. Yeah, we probably won't even hear him anyway. Uh, well, he—that's the thing. He's, he's doing it on his laptop today, so the idea is that hopefully it works better. Uh, let me let's send him a message and see if he got my link. 
they should win the next two after this? Yeah, I think he's uh, sending texts in the wrong string again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First he went AWOL last week. So he just different. had the packet in his hand. And I didn't I did not even think about that. I'm glad he only got one sip. My son just he uh he asked me for a bottle of water. I gave him a bottle of water and he put a flavor packet in it, which I didn't think anything of. And then my wife just came in and told me that it was the one with caffeine in it. So that's good. Oh wow. <laughs> really crushing it here. Uh <laughs> I'm he only got a I'm sure he's fine. Let's check on Bob. Damn, th- th- we might have to cut this out this time. <laughs> uh, so what did you guys have for dinner tonight? I actually had KFC because I'm stuck oh. in Long Island. Ooh, that's stuck in Long Island. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Famous bowls. Uh, had some chum chicken and rice myself. Usual all American dinner. Can you, can you do a Long Island accent? No, <laughs> I can't either. But I think they're hilarious. No, I'm not out here enough to even hear the people. It's probably a good thing. Definitely, my favorite wrestlers from Long Island. Does he have an accent? Uh, I think he sounds like a Jew. Who's that? Uh, MJF. Oh, okay. He's a uh, he's a bad guy, you know. I gotta look bad guy. So apparently, Bob is having some trouble on his laptop. Um, he might make the phone work. He said. Uh, so. <laughs> Did he get a new phone? I I doubt it. That was we were see he made an anchor account and he needs you in order to work the anchor account for him me to send him a link on anchor he has to um basically follow my podcast our podcast and um we couldn't figure out how to do that. <laughs> so <laughs> um so I sent him an email and uh before we, I called you guys before I got on this, he called me and we went through it and he was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good to go. I'm like, awesome. Perfect. <laughs> no, it's not working. Um, it doesn't appear to be working. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's like, because I sent a link and then I backed out and then sent a link. I, I assumed it would be the same link, but. Uh, see, I don't know what ha- See, when I had my brother on, I sent it to him on Facebook Messenger, which he opened on his laptop, but he couldn't get his laptop to work. And then something else happened. And then we got it to work. I don't remember what we did. <laughs> um. So as you guys can tell... um. I am an expert podcaster. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I was just I was just telling my wife I show I sent her a picture. I told her to get me this microphone. It's a, a podcasting mic microphone, so that maybe I'll sound better too. I don't know. 
Yeah, I think like from listening, from being on and then listening and stuff like that, it really seems like it's uh, it's uh, Bob that, that really struggles with it. So yeah. Why, does, why yeah. does it sound like he's on a turntable and somebody's just scratching him up? <laughs> I, seriously, I don't. I don't so know. Every I don't, time. I don't understand. I don't know if maybe maybe he's not on the Wi-Fi. Maybe maybe his Wi-Fi is not good. Maybe his phone's just old as hell. He does have an AOL email address. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It might be a flip phone. I don't know what he's working with. The old uh, Motorola Razor. Uh, All right. We're going to give him another minute, and then we're just going to get started, and then he can try and make the phone work. (laughs) Uh, He'll figure it out. We'll just start off with uh, uh, the playoff predictor and hopefully by the time greg's done and i guess we can do our toilet bowl first let's do the toilet bowl first all right let's do it and then we'll uh hopefully he's on by then i'll figure out if i'm gonna cut this part out or not i mean there were some awkward silences but i mean there's a couple gold uh comments in there somewhere yeah yeah it's not all bad they could fast forward if they want (laughs) yeah all right all right. Well, anyway, welcome into the podcast. I am Stefan Siggs. Oh, Jack still sucks. He's here. <laughs> welcome. I said some things about you before you came on the podcast. Uh, when you listen back, I apologize for anything I said. I'm sure they were all very fair. And, uh, Did you get the laptop that- working? What? Uh, I was on a call today with the lab. It's not working now. Uh, do you have a flip phone? No, I don't have a flip phone. <laughs> okay, we were we were just trying to figure some things out. Okay, anyway, we're gonna start off here with a little playoff predictor NCAA tournament style. Uh, we're going to start out with the toilet bowl and leave the main event to you two gentlemen. So first and foremost, we have Aaron back on the podcast. We want, we're going with our regular names now. So we got Aaron, we got Bob and we got the Oracle uh, on the podcast. As always, I'm Stefan Siggs. I'm going to keep my name because uh, I can do that. So <laughs> let's start it off. Aaron, let's start off with the first round of the Toilet Bowl. Who is advancing, therefore losing the first round matchups? Starting with, uh, well, we can start. We'll just start with uh, the, the Needle Dicks and hmm. um, the Long Island Beasts. Um, it just, um, let's see, looking, looking over their roster real quick. Um, both sure. we're, both we're have solid teams that have, at times this season, um, dominated and and put up major points. For whatever reason, their their teams slip throughout the year and just uh, not maximizing uh, their benches and, and putting in the points. Um, but um, I think overall, looking at these, uh, looking at the current rosters that they have slotted, I would say. We're gonna to have to go with the Long Island Beasts on the uh, definitely uh, winning this matchup. So uh, yeah, 
the needle dicks will be moving on to the bottom spot. Well, let's just let's just go with it. That is my selection as well. Uh, so we both have the needle dicks or the thick dicks, whichever one you <laughs> want to go with. Uh, losing this matchup and advancing to face the Oracle. So who we have moving on between the Melonheads and the E.T. Aliens? Um, I would have to say, um, man, it's a, it's a, that's a tough matchup. The Melonheads were, were starting to get white hot. Um, sure were. Huh. Till last week. And, uh, but um, I believe that the Melonheads can pull this one out over the E.T. Aliens, um, pushing Jack into a playoff with uh, Austin 316. I'm with you. Aside from Forever on Clean, I don't know if there's been a hotter second-half teams than the Melonheads and the Long Island Beasts. And uh, I think that's going to continue. So we are totally in agreement so far. So we got the Oracle and the Thick Dicks. Who's going to lose and move on in the toilet bowl? That sounds about right. I do have a question. How come when we click on the matchups, like if I click on the, the Thick Dicks, Beast Mode Beast, and it, sh- it shows up Thick Dicks versus the DeLongles. It is very weird. I don't know. Okay. I think just it, so as I long think as it's, it all, it's not just me. Tomorrow. It's set, somewhere I read that Wednesday at 1 a.m. It confirms all the matchups. So I think tomorrow we should be able to see the, the true matchups because it was starting to irritate me when I was doing it as well. Yeah. If you, if you look at tough. the playoff bracket, though, it comes up normal. Yeah. Right. You like the next round and the round after. But yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. No doubt. Okay. Aaron, Thick Dicks, and the Oracle. Who's moving on? Uh, you gotta give it to the the, the the Thick Dicks there. I think uh, I think Greg's gonna be uh, Greg's gonna be or the Oracle's gonna be moving to the uh, the Toilet Bowl Championship round. Yep, agreed. So so far we're completely in agreement. Now we have Austin three sixteen and the ET Aliens. Who's going to lose this matchup? Let's uh, if I could look at Troy's team here real quick. Um, let's see here. Let's try to find it. Uh, you spent more time looking at his team than he has, so. <laughs> Probably. Most, I, was, most I was trying to think the one. I was... <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was gold. That was gold. Um, uh, that's yeah. good. Jeez, <laughs> um, what, what is this matchup here? I'm looking at his team, and for whatever reason, it came up with his team versus Ramsey. This must have been weeks ago because he still got Henry Ruggs on the team. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, kind of weird. I was clicking on him too, and it was coming up some weird shit. I was like, all right, right. this is this is kind of difficult. I can't even look at his freaking team. Um, let's see if I can look at it through the league here. All right, here we go. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I I can't see this team winning. <laughs> but um, <laughs> currently, right now, um, gonna have to give it to Jack. Uh, so the ETLs will be moving on. So it looks like it's gonna be probably 
you know, based off the uh, the overall standings, the bottom two in our league are going to be well, facing off for the. You and I spot. do dis. You and I do disagree here. I actually okay. have Austin three sixteen beating the ETLians, and the story writes itself. The Oracle and the ETLians for the <laughs> toilet bowl. Oof. The story it's writes itself. Um, my uh, my uh, my uh, my team might have to change its name to uh, Jacktop. Craig Bottom next year. Oh, <laughs> and unfortunately, I do have the Oracle taking home the toilet. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree to that. Either way, I think. Righteous. All right, so there you have it. Our NCAA tournament bracket. We only have one game different, so uh, uh, we'll see who ends up with the most points here. You know, uh, let's kick it over to the other two gentlemen who did not make the playoffs, and we'll give them a chance to do the NCAA style tournament predictor for the regular championship. Let's uh, let's start with uh, let's start with Gra- uh, the Oracle. The Oracle hit me. All right, so in the first matchup, we got, it looks like, the DeLongles and the uh, Paul Sabino 24s, the P. Sabino 24s. <laughs> um, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think both of these teams are so contingent with, like, J- Josh Allen could drop a cool 40 at any point, and so can Justin Herbert. And both guys are uh, – I think it's a great matchup. Um, I have Forever and Clean advancing, though, to play, I guess, is that um, – would be playing the longest yard after that. Uh, I mean, depending on who you have winning the other matchup. Okay. That would be the case. Yeah, the other matchup I have who's Justice Beaver, um, and the the higher higher seed there. Just keep it going. Just keep it going. Finish your bracket. And we'll kick it over to Bob. Okay, then it looks like who in that situation, Forever Unclean, would play the longest yard, I believe. And, um, yeah, I have, the, I have the longest yard winning that matchup. Um, and then I have I have uh, Greg Top, Nick Bottom uh, beating Who's Justice Beaver and then losing to uh, the longest yard in the championship. The Oracle goes chalky is the Oracle, so it's hard to bet against him. But, Bob, what do you have for your bracket? We lost him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus all right, we Christ. All need to, we all need to pool together and get Bob a new phone. Definitely. We got to do something. <laughs> He's, we got to figure out the laptop or whatever. Anyway, he had Who's Justice Beaver winning the championship. He told me earlier, he said, Who's Justice Beaver's taking it? Um, so there you have it. All right. Anyway, so let's get to what we're really here for. That was a bit of a bomb of a segment. Uh, now we are here for post for some postseason awards. Uh, our analysts here have generously came up with their own fantastic awards to hand out to our managers. I'm curious to see who walks away with the most hardware tonight. Um, It's a great event. Uh, I think next year, maybe we need to make this more like the Grammys, maybe roll out the red carpet, you know, have a live episode or some shit. You know what I mean? Uh, You know, uh, maybe get the league in on some voting, you know what I mean? But for this year, 
uh, our analysts generously came up with their own awards, and we'd love to hand out some hardware. Let's start there, gentlemen, before we move to fantasy MVPs and all of that. Let's start with our own given hardware. Let's hand out some awards. Uh, the Oracle, I will give you the pleasure of starting us off. All right. Um, we'll start off on a high note, and um, I have the Bill Belichick Award. Um, and this, this award, it exemplifies winning, um, winning with adversity. Uh, more importantly, it just exemplifies not talking um, and just not, not communicating with the podcast, <laughs> the media, or anything at all. And that is Devontae's Inferno. Um, they pretty much have done – they've been the Bill Belichick of this league, and they are awarded for it today. Ladies and gentlemen, Devontae's Inferno, congratulations on your award. Uh, I, I, I'm curious to hear from Devontae's Inferno. Oh, hey, Bob. He's back. Nice of you to pop by. <laughs> you guys- We've just – uh, I let them know. I let them know that you picked who's Justice Beaver to win the championship. Can't we can't is hear he him? Gone? Is he gone again? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, the Devontae's Inferno have just received uh, an award for uh, the Bill Belichick Award, courtesy of the Oracle. And now we are going to go over to Aaron. He's going to give out his first award. All right. So uh, my first award is going to be the Hot Potato Award. (laughs) This award is for the player who was most added, dropped, traded, picked up on the waivers um, throughout the entire season. And uh, throughout all my calculations, um, there's actually a tie. Um, so it is a tie. Can can either of you guess just off the top of your heads who this might be? It's a, um, a player in the NFL. Yes. Uh, like there's uh, actually Carson two of Wentz them. Has to be up there. Uh, Odell Beckham. No. Ed, uh, uh, George Kittle. No, this was this was in our league. In our league, however many moves that he made. Oh, the player. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So um, with 10 moves, both these players had 10 moves added, dropped, traded, or, or whatnot. So uh, Sony Michelle and Samaje Pirine had 10, Some... 10 moves this season in our league. Samaje Pirine, add, drop, add, drop, I, I add, drop. He was a melon head at one point. I believe he was <laughs> Bob Stack. <laughs> I think they were both Nick Top, Greg Bottom at one point as well. Uh, I did not have um, Sony Michelle, but I had Samaje Pirine probably twice. Twice, I believe it was twice. I had Sony oh, Michelle yeah. too. So, so right now, Pirine is actually on waivers. So the only person that. So Sony Michelle is on the thick dick, so I'm guessing we're giving the hardware to to Nick for, for probably having get cut and picked up in about for having so. uh, for having Sony Michelle here at the end. Right. Good job, Nick. Good job, Good Nick. Job. Thick dicks. Congratulations, award. <laughs> the uh, honorable the honorable mention was Jermar Jefferson, who was actually the first drop of the season 
uh, way back when. Wow, that's awesome because that's actually incredible because I dropped a player. I mean, I added a player specifically knowing I was dropping him the next day. <laughs> so <laughs> he must have been dropped quick. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, Bob, while we can hear you, <laughs> why don't you give us your first award? I'm, I'm going to uh, – I got the sleeper award, which is uh, – gonna go to the person that's least likely to have downloaded the the sleeper app i'm giving that to austin 316 awesome he's, great award he's he's getting that award uh twofold one uh, it took him about a week a week and a half to respond to any trades so i'm i'm thinking he had to be going off his desktop to to operate on this fancy Probably the football same league. you have Congratulations. Yeah, it's the same problem I'm having with my phone right now. But uh, as far as the way his team was operating, I'm thinking it had to be a desktop. So, Austin 316, congratulations. Congratulations, Austin 316. I tell you what, for my first award, I'm going to hand one out to Austin 316 as well. His second trophy of the night. This is the Houston Texans award for the most mismanaged team in the league. Congratulations. Austin 316, fantastic job. Good job. <laughs> Let's keep going around the table. Oracle, you have more awards. Yeah. And again, in the spirit, I'm you know being complimentary. I'm being nice. I have the best draft award. Um, and this this one came in, and we did a segment in the beginning um, on this. But just going back and looking back, I have actually. Um, with the best draft. And if I may read off his first eight draft picks quickly, it was Kyler Murray, Justin Jefferson, Najee Harris, Javante Williams, Keenan Allen, Kareem Hunt, Derek Carr, and Elijah Moore, who a few of those guys aren't on his team anymore, but that's a hell of a draft. That is a hell of a draft. Uh, I was looking at the draft. I looked at the draft like 20 different times today and damn, was I disappointed in myself several times. Yeah, that same. That is, it's it's rough looking at. So yeah, I agree. I'm I'm in agreement. Congratulations, Nick Top, Greg Bottom, again for that award. Thank you, the Oracle. I actually forgot I had Elijah Moore on my team way back then. So did I. <laughs> Guys, Bob, keep it Bob, going. You have him now, don't you? I do. Keep it going. I appreciate the fact you didn't realize you had him on your team. We, you got him in a trade. We, we traded for him. I did. Yeah, you're right. All right, Aaron, you have another award. I do. Um, this is the, the biggest boner award. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's going to be going to Forever Unclean for his September 1st move of dropping Hunter Renfro for... <laughs> For um, is it Anthony Schwartz? Oh boy! Yeah, uh, yeah. So here's the here's the points breakdown for those two players. Um, <laughs> Anthony Schwartz has eight receptions for 117 yards on the season for a whopping 20.9 points, as opposed to the 86 receptions and 877 yards and five touchdowns. For two hundred and two point four points for Hunter Renfro. Wow! Who yeah, man, been, who's been picked up by 
the DeLongles ever since, which I think Greg laughed at actually when he did that. So um, that is the biggest boner award. Congratulations, Forever Unclean. Congratulations, Forever Unclean, you freaking moron. Uh, moron Hunter Renfro to come, no doubt. Um, who's up? Bob, you got an award? I do. I have the uh, what I'm calling the Just Say No Award. And that's going to uh, Forever Unclean for the least <laughs> likely to accept a trade. I think uh, I think the going rate for uh, for um, for him was a king's ransom. I'm trying to pull up right now. <laughs> Cam Akers. I think it was required to send him three first round picks and your best player to be able to get Cam Akers. So uh, just say no award, going to Forever Unclean. Congratulations, Forever Unclean, your second award of the night. That's fantastic. Um, my next award is actually going to two people. It's going to the Long Brothers, and I'm calling this the Flat Earther Award uh, for being the smartest dumbasses in the league. Uh, congratulations, E.T. Aliens and the DeLongles. Uh, you are both very smart and yet so stupid. Oh, so stupid. So frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Bob even, like, mentioned, hey, Tony Pollard's out, don't tell Jack. Three hours before <laughs> game time. But he still didn't take him out of the lineup. Whoa, he didn't? He did not. It's awesome. I didn't even notice that. Oh, that's good. All right, the Oracle. Dylan actually didn't did play Waller this week as well. So, well, there you go. He was also out. (laughs) Well, there you go. Flat Earthers, the Long Brothers. Congratulations. Uh, That deserves a standing ovation. Oracle, hit us with another award. (laughs) I have the sucks to stuck. Sucks to suck, you stupid sack of shit award. And that is to Mike for just being the unluckiest guy in the league. Uh, He's had several injuries, and he traded for Calvin Ridley about a week before he left football for personal reasons. So this is just the unluckiest award. Um, That is to Mike. The unluckiest award for the number one seed in the playoffs. Congratulations, Longest Yard. You have overcome so much, and you deserve this award. Uh, fantastic. Um, Aaron, you are up. Okay, so I came up this w- with this award before I actually looked at the breakdown. Um, this is the Oh Thank God I'm Playing Greg This Week award. <clears throat> Basically, the premise of this award is you were preying on losing records. So as I broke down each week and who took a win from a losing team that week, um, it actually came out that I had eight, I had eight wins against people with losing records. So I'd hate to give this to myself, but that's the way the numbers broke down. Um, The next highest was actually six. And that was Paul again. Wow. (laughs) Um, That was his win streak. It probably was, yeah. Surprisingly, Mike Mike only had four um, throughout uh, 
playing playing guys with losing records. So he must have played all the losers right in the beginning there and then uh, pretty much had to knock off all the winners throughout the whole rest of the year. Wow. I really um, thought you were going to say it was me. Uh, you came in with uh, you came in with six as well, actually. You know what? Yeah. So you were tied with Paul. Because I was going to say, I feel like every time I was playing somebody good, I lost. Yeah. No, you beat the uh-huh. Melonheads. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Barely, I'm sure. Uh, Bob, you're up if you have another award. I do. I have the uh, Sean McVay Award, and that goes to the team that doesn't give a shit about the future. They're going all in on this year, and that one's going to Nick Top Greg Bottom, who is traded just about every pick he had away. Not <laughs> my next this- year's first rounder, though. I think that's true. He has one pick that was left. Untouchable. But... <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations, Nick Talk Greg Bottom, for trading all your draft picks. I was pretty close to winning that award too. So I'm curious to see how many draft picks you have, because I don't have many. I think I have five total. Yeah, I think I have five. <laughs> Maybe six. I'm not sure. Anyway, that I only this is my last award. Did anybody else have more awards? I, I have one. one I have one more. Besides awesome. That. So this is my last award, and this is the R. Kelly Award. Uh, <laughs> this goes to the player most likely to commit sexual assault against one of us with a league leading 207 sexual references in the group chat. <laughs> this goes to the thick dicks. Uh, who just blew the competition out of the water. Second was the Oracle with 18. Congratulations on your R. Kelly Award this season. That's funny that because I was about to create that award, but I was going to call it the Urban Meyer Award. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's my stuff. It's fantastic. <laughs> All right, Oracle, give us your last award. Um, my last award, uh, is the most overrated top award. Uh, and this is just for somebody who is just, as the name implies, an overrated top. And this goes to the thick dicks. This goes to Nick. Um, I used to take horseback riding lessons as a kid. Um, I've ridden a horse in the desert of Arizona before. Um, I'm I'm weird and I have some weird. Isn't that a Bob Dylan song? I should be, I should be on top. Oh, <laughs> uh, congratulations, Dick Dicks, for being a limp dick top, as if you will. Limp dick top. There's nothing wrong with being a power bottom, though. You know what I mean? I mean, it's it's to each their own. <laughs> All right, Aaron, give us your final award. I don't actually have another. Oh, one. I oh, I thought everyone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, Bob, you have one more award. Yeah, unfortunately, mine, I, I didn't realize we are going to go a, a sexual route here, but mine is just the, the Trust the Process Award, and that's going to our own uh, The Oracle. Very kind. Oh, congratulations, <laughs> Oracle, on uh, pulling the 76ers this year. Congratulations. So... So all told, out of all of those awards, the Thick Dicks and Nick Top Greg Bottom, take the cake. Three awards each. Congratulations. Congratulations, gentlemen, on your feats this season. Uh, very impressive. But now we're getting down to brass tacks. Let's give out some real goddamn awards. First of all, 
best manager will keep going around the table. So Oracle, who was the best manager this season? Um, I, I have a shocking, shocking one. Um, I'm going to go with the melon heads. Um, so, so Bobby or Bob. Um, and it's really like when we, you and I did the podcast at the beginning of the year and I did a future ranking and you did a ranking, um, for just this year, but we both had I to that episode yesterday. Yeah. The, we both had the melon head super low. Uh, we talked about this before their draft was shit. Um, and he quickly in like, you know, multiple weeks, um, like traded his whole team got picks and then traded those picks for young players um he was on a we just talked about earlier how uh they were hot and that that hot streak and stuff that's not a mistake i mean his team's legitimately good now i know like everybody's like haha the melon heads suck at the beginning of the years but he has a legitimately good team uh he turned his team from shit into like a very good contending team for probably years to come in a very short order um so yeah i'm giving him best manager well, yeah, I'll give that. I'll give that. I'll give that credit. That is uh, very true. Everything you just said, like I said, I mean, arguably the hottest team in the league right now. Thank you. Means a lot. <laughs> All right, Aaron, give us your best manager award. All right, my best manager is going to be going to the longest yard. Um, his his team suffered some major injuries. Um, to some key players in the in very early and early on where he was, uh, you know, searching for that quarterback number two. He really still doesn't have that guy. Um, and uh, he's still been able to, you know, put together 10 wins. So I'm, I'm giving it to Mike. Congratulations, Longest Yard. Uh, I'm not going to keep clapping. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Bob, best manager. Uh, I got the melon heads. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, uh, <laughs> do that. I, I mean, I might need to turn it into a three-way. I actually had a two. I had a co-winners this year. So I had who's Justice Bieber and Forever Unclean. My mindset is there was a time this year that I thought Forever Unclean. I didn't see the the vision. I thought that team probably should start thinking of a either rebuild or maybe retool a little bit. But Paul's credit, he saw it, and he he knew that his team was was going to be in the hunt in the end. They won seven in a row, so credit to him. But on the other side of things, I'm also giving it to Who's Justice Beaver because I think they were in a similar situation, but they were a little bit more aggressive, and they made the moves to get their team from kind of in the hunt to one of the top teams. So I'm kind of looking at it from two different perspectives, is that Paul may – he didn't make many moves at all, based on my award before, but Ramsey, I give you credit. You made the moves to potentially win the league. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So um, my best manager, unfortunately, this gives us one guy with two. So I guess he gets the award. I gave it to forever on clean uh, for believing in his team, uh, staying Pat, believing in his team and uh, you know, the positive regression happened, and he went on that big, that big long winning streak, and here he is, right in the thick of the playoffs. Forever unclean, best manager. Now we get into the worst manager, Oracle. 
who was terrible this season? Yeah, so there's really two. Um, I, I had it narrowed down to. Um, I just heard myself. Okay. Um, yeah, but the, the one – the one we, we joked about being – sorry, I'm super high. The one we joked about being like not active and not having an app. But I thought they made a good mo- few good moves to uh, like trading Dalvin Cook and other moves. Um, so because of that, I think I would have to give it to Jack. Um, I just see like uh, – you know, traded a lot of their picks away, so don't really have much picks, don't really have much talent on the roster, um, you know, leaves players in. Uh, yeah. So, what was the answer? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Jack, sorry, I'm super high. Uh, Jack Come on, Wilson. Greg, be a professional. <laughs> Fantastic. Aaron, who is the worst manager? Um, I've, I took it in a different direction and it kind of all stemmed. It all came to fruition, uh, just with that text the other day, um, giving it to Dylan for basically falling ass over tea kettle into the playoffs, not doing anything all season long, uh, leaving guys in his lineup that aren't even playing and somehow still coming away with what did he get? Nine wins. Yeah, I was going to give him the taco award for all those reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he could have played kickers, he would have. Yeah, definitely would have played several. So, I mean, uh, even though he had a winning record, I still think he was a terrible manager. It's kind of crazy because he led the league in points by quite a bit. It's crazy. <laughs> also, he yeah, literally didn't do anything the whole season. Oh, my or, God. I think I wrote it down somewhere. I think he made five moves total on the whole season. <laughs> That's insane. I think I made 65. <laughs> That's insane. All right. Grab uh, uh, Bob. Bob's up. Bob's um, up. Worst manager. I Well, I want to give the honorable mention to Jack, but uh, I'm going to give the worst manager. I hate to do it, but because he is a lot of fun. But Nick, I, I got to give it to you. And simply because I think if Jack, if Nick made zero moves the whole season his team probably would have made the playoffs mm. but you know a couple of these trades I, I don't i don't know what to say i mean the trade to get um christian mccaffrey trading uh, a couple first round picks mike evans and chubb and then you get mccaffrey who i mean he's like brittle bones so you knew he was going to get hurt and then he gets hurt and he had chubba and he I don't know. He got pissed off and he just dropped Chubba. So uh, I, I got to give it to Nick. I, I want to get into every single movie made, but there are some ones that I, I don't know. I almost gave him the purgatory award because I don't know if he's trying to rebuild or if he's trying to win now. So I, I, I was kind of lost on some of them. And then he got rid of DJ Moore to a really smart GM. And I, I don't know what to say. So, you know, I was kind of lost there in a couple of those movies. Uh, Sorry, buddy. I like this because we all had some different answers for different reasons. I really liked it. Um, I went with the obvious Austin 316 for the same reasons that he got the award. Just terrible mismanagement. Uh, he did. He, there was a savvy trade in there, definitely. But overall, mismanagement, playing players who weren't active, 
Uh, it all goes down the list. As a fantasy football commissioner, nothing drives me more insane. I want to tell a quick story. Um, in another league that I commissioned this past weekend, a guy had two guys on the be- on uh, in his starting lineup on bye, and Dalvin Cook in his on his bench, and he lost by ten. And because of that, another guy was eliminated from the playoffs. I, I hate it. it. It tarnishes the integrity of the league. Uh, it's unfortunate. And for that reason, Austin 316 is getting worse manager from me. Uh, so uh, next up, we're going to talk about the best trade that happened this season. And uh, did we did we also do the worst trade? I caught that late in the text chain. I did a best and worst. Okay, I have a best and worst. That's fantastic. Okay, Oracle, hit us with your best trade and your worst trade. We'll do them both. Okay, cool. So um, the best trade and I just – the best trade, the criteria I used was like who – like it made sense on both sides. And I have the Dalvin Cook trade. Uh, Devontae's Inferno gets Dalvin Cook for Melvin Gordon, a 2022 second round and a 2023rd first round and i just thought um the trade made sense for both teams um like as we talked about austin 316 the second worst record in the league um they (laughs) traded away dalvin cook and they got some value um maybe they could trade melvin gordon eventually for even more picks but you know they should be rebuilding they should accumulate those picks and um at the time Devontae's inferno um you know, they, they had some injuries and went on a skid, but at the time that was a great trade. Uh, Dalvin Cook came back, single-handedly got him into the playoffs. Um, he has him and Derrick Henry for next year. I, I think that trade was just awesome for both sides. Um, Yeah, that was my best trade also, so I don't have to say mine. <laughs> Give us we your worst trade. Have... Okay, um, and that one we probably maybe have as well. And that was the Christian McCaffrey and Chase Claypool for Mike Evans, Jamal Williams, Nick Chubb, a 2022 first and a 2023 first. That sounds like a pretty great trade. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) And I I took that obviously from like, I don't need to explain myself. It's obvious. All right. Okay, I'm just going to get my worst trade out of the way since we already know my best trade. And my worst trade was um, who's Justice Bieber trading uh, Odell Beckham and a third-round pick for Allen Robinson. Uh, I just want to explain this trade, though. I wish I had Odell right now, but I, at the time, this is right before the trade deadline, and I thought it was going to be Allen Robinson who got traded and not Odell Beckham, and unfortunately it didn't go that way. You know. I called my shot. I actually, I actually uh, remember that trade, and I thought it made perfect sense at the time. Um, and Allen Robinson's a free agent this year, so um, you know. I, I yeah, was... hopefully it works out. Yeah, but it didn't this year, that's for sure. All right, Aaron, give us your best trade and your worst trade. So my best trade is probably also your best trade, which is the Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb deal. Um, Great trade. Yeah, I think it was a great trade for who's Justice Beaver. Um, don't 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 understand really why it was made, um, but hey, it was made, and uh, you you benefited greatly from it. You got two first rounders out of it, and uh, a well, bunch of players. You want to know what I technically got? I technically ended up with Dak Prescott and Nick Chubb for Christian McCaffrey. Still a good trade. 
Yeah. Still a great trade. No, that's great. I'm not disappointed one bit. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, my my uh, worst trade was kind of um, it was kind of just a, a subpar trade in the middle of the season that I found. Um, trying to find the picture of it here. Um, I took a screenshot of it. Yeah. So it was um, between the Melonheads and the Long Island Beasts, where the Melonheads traded away Josh Gordon and is it Darius Slayton for Viami Brown and a 2023 second. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> nothing I... in that trade really worked out. Viami <laughs> Brown is a free agent. He isn't even on a team right now. Josh Gordon's had four catches all season, and Slayton has been uh, injured pretty much almost all season. So pretty much uh, Bobby worked out on that team getting the, the second rounder in 2023. But that was that was the the that was my that was the big find that I found. Um, I also wanted to say I actually forgot about. It. I had another I had another award. I forgot about it. Oh, give it out real quick. So this is the Stuck in 2015 award. And it's going to the Melonheads for his thoughts that he was, you know, he's probably on his flip phone razor. And, uh, you know, he's, <laughs> he needs to update the, the system because um, his picks of his 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 uh, drafting and ads of guys like Cam Newton and Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Freeman and Adrian Peterson. And he, and he was actually the first person to pick. Actually, he picked up Josh Gordon on waivers for a whopping sixty five dollars. So, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that award is going to Bob. Might have been a little for josh gordon's four receptions and 27 yards and one touchdown on the season crushing I knew, I knew i had another award i could just couldn't find it i couldn't at everybody that i thought was going to get the stuck in 2015 i should have just looked in the mirror yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh geez all right bob Best and worst trade. Um, I'll start with the worst trade. I'm gonna go with a trade. Well, I was kind of lazy. I'll be honest. Um, I'm gonna go with the trade that I was involved in. Um, and that is between the Melonheads and the Etlians, where uh, Devonte Smith, former Heisman Trophy winner, if you don't realize that. And a third-round pick went to the Melonheads for uh, Miko Hardman and a first-round pick. And uh, the reason that that got the list was the fact that Miko Hardman ended up coming back to the Melonheads. So that was just a lot of stuff going to the Melonheads in that situation. I think uh, I think Galladay went back, so that didn't work out so hot. Um, Savvy but management. The, but then on the best trade, again, I'll admit I was a little lazy here. I'm going to include two people on this panel, and that will be me and uh, – uh, Nick Top, Greg Bottom, when we traded um, Hardman, Javante Williams, and a second for Cooper Cup and Ronald Jones. I have that Ooh. as one of my best trades. I had a couple others, but you all said it, so I'm just going to include this one just for the fact that I think it kind of worked out better, and maybe I'm just telling myself that because <laughs> Cooper Cup's been great. But for Aaron, he got Cooper Cup. 
and Cooper Cup's been awesome, and he's putting himself in a chance to win a championship. And for me, Javante Williams looks like he's a future. He's going to take the starting job next year, and he's already a top 15 back. So I think long-term it works out. And I think for Aaron, he's putting himself in a chance to win the championship. So I think it was a win-win. Um, and like I said, maybe I'm just telling myself that so I can sleep at night. <laughs> there you go, bud. I, I agree with you, Bob. And he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, Melon heads out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I would just like to add in that I want, I, get, I came up with a waiver claim of the year, and that was uh, the Thick Dicks for Cordero per- Patterson for $15, uh, waiver claim of the year. Uh, I forgot to write that down, but I was going to have that award as well. Uh, that's funny you said that. That's a hell of a waiver wire edition. Yeah, big time. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about before we do LVP and MVP? Oh, Bob's back. Hi, Bob. That was my fault. Completely my fault. I forget. I didn't hear who you said. I'm going to go with, but I did hear a waiver wire claim. I think Cordell Patterson, if that wasn't the guy you said. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> did he drop off again i meant to say that cordell patterson was a really good one but i think jack signed uh gardner Minshew that ended up winning that game the other day so i'm gonna go with gardner Minshew. oh my god <laughs> i'm crying i'm crying <laughs> okay. Yes, we are all anxious. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a little high now. The giggles. <sighs> okay. Yes, we are all in agreement. Cordero Patterson for fifteen dollars is the waiver claim of the year. All right, is it? <laughs> Hold on. Okay, now we're going to get to uh, – does anybody have anything else to talk about before we do LVP and MVP? Now let's let's roll along. All right, let's start out with the LVPs, uh, the least valuable fantasy players this season. Oracle, keep us going around the table. Uh, I'm Henry Ruggs. Um, oh. The best ability is availability. Yeah, he gone. Do you think he'll ever play again? Probably not, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. All right, Aaron, least valuable player. Um, I got uh, Drew Locke with a, oh, a yeah. whopping negative 2.4 fantasy <laughs> points on the season. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
started again. That's so bad. So Are you bad. sure you don't want to say Kyle Yuschev? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is worth negative six and a half this week. Wow. Yeah, crushed it. Okay. Bob, least valuable player. Uh, I had DK Metcalf. Clearly, I was thinking a whole different ball game than Aaron, but I'm going with DK. I mean, he was a second-round pick, and he's just been kind of average. So, that was my thoughts. I yeah, was going to go in that direction. I mean, 20, but... 21st-ranked wide receiver, and I think he was Paul's second-round pick. All right, so for my least valuable player, um, I'm just, just since you guys didn't say these names, I will. Um, you know, Allen Robinson was an obvious player choice uh he was picked in the fourth round he's wide receiver 77 on the season miles sanders is an obvious choice he was picked in the second round he's running back 45 but i think the least valuable player in fantasy football this year was russell wilson um much much considered to be a top five quarterback uh he was you know first round pick uh, you expected a lot, and he is, he has played very poorly this season. He's he's a 22nd-ranked quarterback uh, this year, which is uh, it's incredible. Um, just a fall. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Um, obviously, he had the injury early in the year, but uh, Seattle's offense has been dreadful for the majority of the season. Does anyone else think he just wants out? Yeah, I, I kind of yeah. do, honestly. Yeah. I know he, he said he'd waive the no trade clause for three teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I would. I would want out. I think Pete Carroll's about done. He's old as hell. I think he'll be backing up Gardner Minshew next year in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. That wasn't one of the teams, though. <laughs> All right, let's kick it over to the main event. The MVP of fantasy football this season, the Oracle. The pleasure is yours for the first choice. Ooh, um, I'm going to do the opposite of what Aaron did with Drew Locke, and I'm going to <laughs> go with the number one points leader, and that is Tom Brady. Uh, incredible year, um, leading the league in points as of this week. So I'm going MVP to Tom Brady. MVP. Aaron, who's your MVP? This was tough because I kind of took the three top players in each in each um, position, which was Tom Brady, Cooper Cup, and um, Jonathan Taylor. Um, I feel like between the three of them, um, I got to give it to Jonathan Taylor. Um, just kind of just leading the way there in, in Indianapolis. Um, you know that I just think there's more there's more star power on the other two teams, and so I think Jonathan Taylor is just putting putting that team on his back and and uh, making it happen. Uh, as a Jonathan Taylor owner, great choice, <laughs> Bob. Who is your MVP? Uh, I debated it. I was in the same boat as Aaron, where I, I had um, Brady. I was considering. I had Jonathan Taylor. I had Cooper Cup. But I'm actually going to go in a different direction, and I'm going to give it to Derrick Henry. And the reason for that is because I think you've seen the drop-off of Devontae's Inferno without Derrick Henry, and you see how valuable he is where it looked like they were a championship team now. They got Dalvin Cook. Maybe Derrick Henry will come back later in the year. So I think his value was shown more than anyone else this year. Um, 
and he was the number one running back when he was playing. So, uh, I'm yeah, by far, Henry. by far, hard for me to give the MVP to a guy who's missed so many games now. But um, so it's a second for, level thinking though. For me, I, when I think of the fantasy MVP, I'm looking for a guy who wasn't drafted very high, but is performing at an elite level. And this is why I said we'd hear more about this guy later. The fantasy MVP this year is Hunter Renfro. He was picked in the 21st round. Listen to this. The 99th wide receiver chosen in our draft. And he is the wide receiver 12th. Wow. Uh, he's kind of been a PPR cheat code, especially as of late. Um, go ahead and look at his game log. He has two games where he was under 10 points, and the rest has been steady, steady, steady explosion. Hunter Renfro has been, uh, I mean, almost out of nowhere, as you sa- as I said, 21st round, he was dropped a, a day later or something. Mm-hmm. Like, unbelievable. He was picked. He was snatched up. Who the hell snatched him up? I don't remember. Dylan, don't care. It, it was Hunter one of his five moves. Dylan, Hunter Renfro, and that is the absolute steal of a dynasty draft right there. A young wide receiver with the skill set he has. He could play in the NFL for another 10 seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna. That that was one of five of Dylan's moves. (laughs) Like, what are the chances of that? (laughs) I was I was listening to something the other day, and they they were doing they they were playing a game. It was called Hunter Renfro or Tyreek Hill, and they were comparing stats. And it was Hunter Renfro, Hunter Renfro, Hunter Renfro. It was like, it was like. Uh, you know, receptions and uh, fantasy points as a wide receiver one and just incredible Hunter Renfro this season is the fantasy MVP. Uh, that is, does anyone else have anything else to talk about? I'm pretty sure that, that that's it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the only thing I, I, I will add one little blurb is I, I can't believe I agree with you about Hunter Renfro. I can't believe that um, with Henry Ruggs gone the fact I mean I had Brian Edwards on my team and and he's useless I mean they they don't go to him they've just continued to go to Renfro so I was surprised by that but it's it really is unbelievable I mean that guy's taken all the receptions that that Ruggs had Ruggs didn't have many so Renfro's getting all of them anyway (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Still one or two more than he was having before Rugs was gone. Yeah, so, all right, gentlemen, thank you again as always for the time on the podcast. The season is winding down, but we are still going strong. We will be back again next week for all your podcast needs. Pleasure <clears throat> joining. Talk to you later. All right, yep. boys. Thanks for having us. See you, boys.